For an audio version of this review, check out Why Watch That Radio on most podcast providers. And you can give us some love by visiting buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. We appreciate your support. So it seems like this kind of just started, but now it's already ending. Um, what am I talking about? Let the Right One In Season 1 brought to us by Showtime has come to the end of its first season. Now, Critic, how did Season 1 end? And do you think you'll be watching Season 2? Mm. We'll find out. So this is that vampire story we talked about, and let's talk about the people behind it. So it's developed by Andrew Henraker from a book written by John Linkvist. Remember, this was made in, into two movies, a Swedish film. The book is Swedish and, you know, one from over here. And now we have this TV show starring Damian Bichir, Anika Nani Rose, Grace Gummer, Madison Taylor Baez, Ian Foreman, Nick Stahl, Jacob Buster, and Kevin Carroll. So remember, there is a 12-year-old girl who was turned into a vampire. That's Madison's character. Her name is Ellie. Her father, played by Damian, his name is Mark. They've been away from New York City for like 10 years. They finally have come back. Why? String of murders is going on. There's cover. And when it comes to this father-daughter relationship, she looks like she's 12, but she's not. She's 10 years older. But even in that case, Dad does the dirty work. He doesn't want to corrupt his daughter any more than he has to. And there's a whole backstory to this family because where's mom? They do reveal that toward the end. Also, that relationship is connected to the best friend of Mark, played by Kevin Carroll. His name is Zeke. Zeke is a restaurateur. You know, Mark is a chef. They were going in together as great friends. He was going to be the head chef. All of this was going to be great, but you know what happened, and Zeke witnessed it. So what's their relationship like now when Mark returns? What's going to happen? Now, they move next door to a police detective, played by Nika Nani Rose. Naomi is her name. And her son. Her son, played by Ian, his name is Isaiah. He's 12. So you can imagine what happens when Ian and Ellie meet. Now, Ian is being bullied. You know, he likes to do magic. He's a good kid. <sighs> What's Ellie's response going to be to all of that? Mm-hmm. Mm. Also, I mentioned, what about Ellie's mom? What about Isaiah's dad? We do see him in this show, but what happens? There is a connection that might not be so good. Now, there's one more family that seemingly is disconnected from the two I've just mentioned. And this is where Grace Gummer comes in as Claire and her brother, played by Jacob. His name is Peter. Peter's a vampire. And you might be watching this going, well, how does this all connect? Because there's this drug on the streets, a new drug that makes people kind of vampire-like. Who created it? We know that when it comes to Claire, she is a scientist. Her father made a lot of money selling people pain meds. She hated him for it. But does the apple fall far from the tree? And then Nick Stahl's character comes in here, Matthew, who's like the guy who protects them, essentially. So how do all three of these people or families, I should say, connect is really the question in the end. Because, you know, if there's a police detective, she's going to figure this out. What happens when she does? Who is she going to blame? Who is she going to go after? Is she safe? And so on and so forth. And this is just a season one. It's not a limited series. So what's going to be the cliffhanger? 
Now, what I would say is I like the first half of this season better than the second, to be honest. I think in the second, at moments, the writing got lazy. They started to dishonor their characters. There were certain things that the characters said. I was like, why are they saying this in this moment? Why are they going into an agenda instead of just being honest in the moment? I've had it. I mean, I can't take it. It just snaps me out of the show. And then I start reassessing the character and not in a good way. Now, this didn't happen a lot. It happened enough where it was just distracting. And there were even other lines that are just stupid. Like if somebody's bleeding, don't write for a character. You're bleeding unless they are like panicking. Oh, you're bleeding. Oh, my God, you're bleeding. No, no. Don't do the job of the cinematographer (laughs) or the DP or whoever. Like, get out of the way. And this is where you think of the White Lotus this year, uh, which just ended, uh, producer, and we talked about it. Mike White's writing there. He never does stuff like that. He's always on the character. What would they say? They drive the narrative. And I'm not going to write something that you could see on the screen clearly. Then we start going, what is wrong with this character? Really, the question is, what's wrong with the writer? So at the start of this, I was a bit more excited. Now I'm on my guard with the writers. I will start season two, but we'll see what happens. And to end it on this, producer, when it comes to the relationship between Isaiah and Ellie, because of all of this random silliness, I think they lost their focus there. It was a bit stunted in the second half, particularly Isaiah. I wanted him to grow a bit more. As a character, I think he could have. I think he should have. Maybe they'll get around to it in season two. So what I would say is, for Let the Right One In, why watch it? If you like vampire stories, I would definitely check it out. They do give us some of the classic rules, like Let the Right One In. You have to invite the vampire in or something bad happens. But they also tweak others. Like when it comes to blood for Ellie, What kind of blood can she drink? Is it like some of the other vampire stories where you can get animal blood or not? And another thing is, does she require a certain type of blood? Can it be outside of the body for a certain period of time? Like that was interesting. So there are things there for fans of this genre. If you did like the original Swedish film, this ain't that. Or even the other version, it's not that. Because they have to grow it as a TV show. But are they going to grow it? is the question. So kind of a mixed bag in the end. Overall, I thought it was pretty good. And producer, what do you think? Are you ready to like to let that right one in? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a good question. We'll see. <laughs> All right, wrap it up. Thank you for that. <laughs> we appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, it seems interesting, but it also seems like something I might have to actually watch. So that's, yeah. that's the challenge for me. Always. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who thought of turning on the TV and paying attention? <laughs> <laughs> it's a novel concept. Um, <laughs> yeah. So so if you actually want some insight on what to watch, be sure to check us out on whywatchthat.com, YouTube, and Apple uh, Podcasts, or anywhere that podcasts are played. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more reviews from the Why Watch That producer and critic. Thanks for joining us. For up-to-date info and to share what's on your watch list, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok at Why Watch That, and on Twitter at WWT Radio. Also, you can visit us at whywatchthat.com. And while you're at it, don't forget to go ahead and rate Why Watch That Radio on iTunes. 
let's keep the conversation going.